Coming to you live from Nostalgic Books and Comics in San Gabriel, California. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the March 4th edition. Monday, 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 it's Captain mm-hmm. Marvel week. Uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, we were just talking about right before the cameras and yeah. the microphone fired up. Uh, the, the Captain Marvel world premiere is happening right now. Like, you know, it's kind of pretty tight. Usually, yeah. they, usually they don't do it the Monday before. They usually do it like a week or two before, yeah. not literally three days before. The film comes yeah. out four day, three or four days. Well, three days for us because we're we're the we're the craziest. Yeah. Here. We go get the tickets on Thursday. I'd, I'd explain that to one of my coworkers. Like he's like, "You're going to midnight." I'm like, "Oh no, they don't. That yeah. midnight shit doesn't happen yeah, anymore." Yeah. Everyone who works in the movie theater wants to go home. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. So, oh shit, my collar is popped. Busted out one of my old Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo coats today. Nice. Yeah. Um... Wonder if they because isn't the the review embargo lifted today too? I think. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, right. then that means I have to uh, have to freaking be a review ninja and avoid all this stuff before Thursday night. Yeah, because uh, I wonder if that was part of it. That's why they because I know people have seen it like a week ago or a couple. Oh yeah, ago. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, one, of my, one of my buddies the who got me the job at the at the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he 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 reviews stuff for for the website he works for, and he got to see it today. Apparently, oh nice. Like a lot of reviewer, I guess the the lower end reviewers. Yeah, he he's not on a big website; he's on a smaller website. He got to see it today. Oh nice. I think a lot of the big reviewers got to see it like a week or two ago. Yeah, because remember there was all those that all the, that, that string of tweets. Like yeah. they they weren't allowed to release their reviews, but they were allowed to tweet about mm-hmm. it. You know, everyone's excited for Goose the Cat. Yeah. <laughs> and now that I am a confirmed cat person, I am also very excited for Goose the Cat. <laughs> That's real cool. Yeah, that's yeah, this week already, man. It's it's like yeah. yeah, you know, it's been a while. You know, I was thinking about that on the drive over here to Nostalgia yeah. Books and Comics. It's been a little while since a Marvel movie. The last Marvel movie that came out, and not that, counting Enter the Spider Verse, is Ant Man and the Wasp. And the Wasp, the yeah. last proper MCU, mm-hmm. MCU proper. <laughs> yeah, and then there's that. Did you read that? I was hearing about the speculation about how. Um, I guess it's going to be the same way this year too. With you know, we're, uh, we're getting end, oh, we're getting Marvel Endgame and then nothing. Well, Spider Man, but the Spider Man Far From Home. Yeah. But that's kind of like the so well Sony slash MCU. Yeah. But then it's just like it's nothing a, until the following. Uh, well, unless they announce something for early next year, nothing until May. Yeah, I cause I think originally that was supposed to be Guardians Three, yeah. but uh, yeah, the yeah. The, the bitter outrage of the right <laughs> attacking James Gunn after he attacked uh, well you well we all know that story yeah now they don't have a movie next year I keep seeing all this stuff like all these like fake graphics people make oh Black Widow is coming out next year it's like I know well, that's in development yeah. but I don't I don't think there's been anything confirmed from Marvel no. anything past well, b- beyond yeah. uh, the, the beyond Far From Home, we have nothing confirmed. We just know Marvel movie. <laughs> well, they were saying that too. Like, the article hey, what's up, Antoy? Anthony Toy? Happy belated birthday, my friend. <laughs> I this article I read was saying that, that, that maybe they're sitting on it because they don't want to they want to say anything until Endgame. Until oh yeah, no, of course game. that 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 would be the most logical yeah. course. So they could literally drop something and say like, oh, next February or whatever, we're getting this. Yeah, they, they 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 could do that too. Mm-hmm. You know, they, 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 it's not unprecedented for them to you know. Yeah. Show you know. I remember when we got to see Captain America back at San Diego Comic Con, however many years ago, yeah. 2011, was yeah, it? Yeah, some of that. The, the very end of Captain America, we kind of got the kind of teaser for the Avengers, and yeah. like every nerd boner was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> we knew it was coming!" But good god, <laughs> yeah. we got to see some Captain America punch out a freaking uh, yeah. punching bag. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, and they teased that was a while too because it was like. 
Yeah, that was until the following. Uh, until like the following yeah, summer. Yeah, until May. Oh, the, the following, yeah, following yeah. the spring or the, yeah. the start. The, the, until the following start hit because that we saw that in that came out in July. Yeah. That literally came out the week of Comic Con. That was July of 2011. Yeah. We didn't get another Marvel movie. The, the, the next Marvel movie until the following May. Yeah. yeah. The, the old days before all the crotchety old people complained yeah. about Marvel movies coming out every few months. <laughs> Goddamn, all these giant comic book movies all over the place. <laughs> See, I, I mean, they might announce something, but who knows? I mean, like you know, they. they because they were saying that uh, turnaround is still that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that, that between movies it doesn't seem that long but like mm-hmm. realistically between sequels it's like three years yeah you know so it's like literally but, but you just don't notice it because it's like you know because they, they come out in such succession yeah you can remember they were filming Infinity War a long time ago yeah <laughs> I remember one of those first, like when uh, when RDJ and Tom Holland and freaking uh and what's his face? Freaking Chris Pratt. They did their little selfie yeah. on, on the set. I go, obviously, uh, now as we found out later on the set of Titan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Are they? We're already filming Infinity War. But that was like two years before. Yeah, that's a while. But, and even think about it too, because like, realistically, before that, like, Age of Ultron was a while before. It's been a while, right? It's, it's been, been a little while. That was like 20. Oh, gosh, where was I? I forgot where I was working when Age of Ultron happened. It was like 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's, it's, it's been a good gap between Avengers movies. I mean, technically, I mean, Civil War. Was kind of Civil like, War was totally Avengers two point five. <laughs> yeah, that was like that was the sequel that we we deserved. Yeah, <laughs> Age of Ultron. Uh, hopefully, Age of Ultron gets better with age. And I just remember like, oh, I thought it was really cool the first time I watched it, and I watched it the second time. I'm like, maybe this wasn't as good as I thought. <laughs> like, Joss Whedon was losing his touch. <laughs> I don't know, man. I know, I, know, I know a lot of people have jumped ship, and they're just like, you know, Team Russo brothers, and then Russo brothers. And this. But realistically, man, we wouldn't we wouldn't get to where we're at without the Whedon movies. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and realistically, like a lot of that stuff, he was kind of it had been done before, mm-hmm. so he was kind of just like figuring it out as he went. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But God, the, the Russo brothers are fucking undefeated. Though, yeah. Russo <laughs> brothers undefeated, man. Winter Soldier, <laughs> Civil That's War. That's true. Avengers: Infinity War. They're they're undefeated, my friend. <laughs> them and then the, the, the two screenwriters with them undefeated. Oh, we're, I, I, I have a pretty strong feeling. Come May, uh, their record will be untarnished. Yeah. When the end game comes out, like we're all gonna get fucked up. Yeah. We're all gonna get our asses kicked. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a shit show. Can't, can't wait for that. See, and the crazy thing about it is, too, like I was watching this, this uh, retrospective of mm-hmm. the MCU, and it tripped me out how like when we first started. I mean, they got, they, they had, you know, they started with John Favreau, but then like, like Joe Johnson directed uh, the first yeah. American mm-hmm. movie. And Kenneth Branagh directed the first Thor, uh, Thor right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, wow, like we, we started off that way, and then it's kind of like, all right, we're going to figure it out, get some kind of weird guys and run with it, you know? Yeah, uh, it's a, it, it's been all over the place. Yeah. It, it, it's been, you know, they hired James Gunn, and mm-hmm. everyone know what the fuck are they doing? And technically, uh, Patty Jenkins was supposed to direct mm-hmm. that second Thor movie, but then she was dismissed, or yeah. she quit. I, I don't know which way it was. I don't want to speculate. I, I know there was some di- disagreements over how the movie was going. apparently that's the reason why Natalie Portman is done with the MCU, right? Because she had brought her mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She had convinced Patty Jenkins to come on over, because Patty Jenkins is a respected director. But the, she went on to, uh, FYI, she went on to direct Wonder Woman, which is pretty darn good, yeah. if you ask me. But see, here's the thing, though. Like, like People make the argument, like, like oh, Marvel fucked up, but... 
I mean, if she would have done it, it would have. It, it, it wouldn't. I don't know if it. Would've. I think they were saddled with a really bad script. Yeah, <laughs> and it wouldn't have guaranteed it would have been like mm. epic, like Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I mean, they brought in the Game of Thrones guy, yeah. one one of the many directors of Game of Thrones to yeah. direct that. And I think that I, I, as time continues, that that I think Thor: The Dark World will continue to be the worst <laughs> MCU movie. And, well, and by worst, it's like I mean, it's not terrible. Yeah, it's like we have you know, one broke girl constantly yeah. calling me and her Mew Mew. <laughs> And, and then Pantless uh, uh, Selvig, which that became like a running weird joke yeah. throughout that film. Like, but my favorite, this is one moment in that movie that makes me laugh every time. It's so mm-hmm. subtle, but it just makes me laugh. Because that, that movie's all over the place. Where like the first one was, you know, this small town. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, fish out of water. Yeah. The, the, the standard fish out of yeah. water. But then the where second, can I get a horse? Yeah. And the second one, they try to kind of copy that word. Like now it was Jane, where she was going to the... Yeah, she house. was the fish out of water yeah. in, 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 in uh, Asgard. Yeah. But I love, this is one scene that really makes me laugh. Every time when he finally, when Thor and Jane finally come back mm-hmm. to Earth, and they go to her apartment, and he walks up, he walks in the door, and he's a coat hanger, and he, he hangs his hammer on the coat hanger. <laughs> like, right. he, just, he just does it. He just walks, hangs it. <laughs> doesn't destroy the coat hanger. Just kind of like, yeah. I don't know why. That just makes me laugh every time. <laughs> it's a silly little thing. Ooh, I have some exciting news. Exciting news. Mm. We technically now have a sponsor. Mm. We have a sponsor now here on Dre's what? Geek Philosophy Podcast. It is uh, my buddy uh, Bobby, uh, who's my boss at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dusty Games now is a sponsor of Dre's oh. Geek Philosophy Podcast. He's going to be providing some games for the Dre's uh, gaming stream. Nice. So it's going to be a sponsorship. Hey! <laughs> it, it, the, the, the games. Woo! <laughs> I'm like... This this works out for me. I I, I promote his so I, I be, be sure to follow at Dusty Games on Instagram, also on Facebook. Right now, Dusty Games is doing a giveaway. They're giving away a brand new game that's coming out this week for the for the PlayStation Four and for the Nintendo Switch called Rico, okay. which I believe it's uh, it's for the for the racketeer. I guess whatever the crime Rico. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That that game is coming out for the PS Four and the Nintendo Switch this week, and he is giving away a copy. All you gotta do is follow him on Instagram and tag a couple friends. Fi- find the post, Dusty Game. Find him, Dusty Games on Instagram, and you you comment on the post with two friends who you well, you tag two friends. So obviously he wants to do a whole little pyramid, you know, yeah. and tag two friends, and they tag two more, and hey, a lot of people follow him. Yeah, he has a lot of followers already. Nice. He, he did a very good job getting followers when we were at the uh, mm. at the SoCal Gaming Expo the previous weekend. But you do that, and then uh, you also want to comment. You tag two friends, and you comment why you want the game. So nice. find him and follow him. He's now an official sponsor of the Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast and Dre's Geek Philosophy Gaming Stream. So uh, we have a sponsor. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, <laughs> at Dusty Games, my buddy Bobby. He, if you're looking for any rare games, be sure to follow him on Instagram or Facebook. And he can probably get you that rare game. Hence, Dusty Games. Everyone keeps thinking his name is Dusty. Yeah, yeah. But the, but the joke is that he, there's a giant warehouse full of games and they're covered in dust. Yeah. That's why my hands, I have to wash my hands like four times a day in <laughs> the warehouse. <laughs> they're covered in dust, man. So, Dusty, at Dusty Games. He's giving away a copy of Rico. Make sure to follow him there and get yourself a chance to win a copy of the game. That's real cool. And that, that, that contest ends next week. So, you got you got a little bit over a week to go find him on Instagram. And uh, follow, like, do all that, do all that stuff you gotta do. For like the post, the instructions are there at Dusty Games on Instagram, and you can find them on Facebook as well. Our, our sponsor, Dusty Games. So yesterday, I had a very, uh, a very cultured weekend this past weekend. Oh really? Uh, I went to the opera on Saturday, oh. and then uh, last night I went to the movies, and I saw a documentary. Oh well, 
drama documentary. <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about the opera first, because especially since I just saw my lovely uh, uh, fiance Rosa has just jumped on right now. Uh, Rosa works for the LA Opera, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she can get tickets to the the LA Opera over at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. And we went to go see the Clemency of Titus, oh. which is apparently Mozart's final opera that he wrote. Mm. And it, of course, it was very beautifully performed. And we got to sit there. And unlike last, remember last year yeah. when I went to the opera, and then we, I, we talked about it on the podcast, like, oh my god, yeah. holy crap, that Olive Garden song or the the yeah. Italian <laughs> the song they use in all the Italian commercials. It's totally terrible. <laughs> hashtag me too. Hashtag really bad. Oh my lord! This one was much nicer. Oh, it was much more pleasant. It, it, it was about one of uh, the a ru- uh, Titus or or in Italian Tito, the the ruler of. Uh, uh, he was a very fair and just ruler. How very unusual for the Roman <laughs> for, for the Roman times. And yeah, it was this uh, whole uh, drama. Like, I guess they, they drama. There really was an, an emperor Titus who was known for being very benevolent and very nice. So they, they wrote this whole opera, uh, Mozart wrote this whole opera about him. They kind of threw in a little love triangle there, here and there, where I was just kind of like, come on! <laughs> it's like, really? Like, is it, the, the long story short, this woman is, is, is mad that she's been spurned. And she mm. wants to, because the, the emperor is looking for a wife. Mm. And and she's like, oh, he, he's not picking me. And like, so... She she is she is uh, entranced his best friend. <laughs> it's like oh since he won't pick me I want you to kill him. <laughs> I'm like wait what? It's like she's nailing his best friend but because she can't become the emperor's wife she's gonna have his best friend kill him. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> it's like it's like, like this much like the fall of Troy you know the, the, yeah. the Troy fell because of a woman. Oh, yeah. and, you know, Rome was gonna fall for for lust. Because of lust, of man, this man, this man's like, oh man, my hot lady told me to go kill the emperor. <laughs> Let me go kill my best friend. <laughs> I'm like, god damn! That's a lot of these tragedies are kind of wrapped around love and lust and and all the craziness that goes on with that stuff. <laughs> Woo! So, but but it, it actually was very like, it, it, it had a happy ending, unlike uh, many most operatic tragedies that usually end really sad like the one last year like what the hell this woman fell in love with this prince and he was a dick he was cheating on her and she, she still sacrificed herself for him what the fuck <laughs> don't love those male hoes <laughs> well I mean that's, that's the rule of all that's the rule that's the you know the these, men, these men are hoes yeah. man these men are these men are trash don't be loving I, these trash. I mean, because they're easily manipulated to killing their best friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> but, but but it was yeah, it was a really it was awesome that the set was like the set design was great. What was really cool is because we get these comp tickets, so they 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 comp us whatever tickets are available. We sat like in the sixth fucking row. Oh. It was like boom, like <laughs> right in front of us. Like I was like, holy shit, this is really cool. You could see their tonsils while they're singing. <laughs> That's cool, man. But it, it was a really fun time. We, we, it was really great, and it, and it was and it was the opening night too. So it was really awkward at the very end because they, they bowed like way more than normal. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's the first night performing. Yeah, and and I learned a very quick lesson about opera because in a lot of plays, you know, they go on you know, all weekend or whatever. I'm like operas. Oh no, they gotta. I'm like, so they're performing tomorrow, and Rose is like, "What are you crazy? They're gonna destroy their voices. If they try to do it again tomorrow." I'm like, eh. that makes sense. Yeah. What Drain learned this week? <laughs> Operas can only be performed once a week. <laughs> not, none of this, you know, three, four days of people doing plays, you know? Yeah. yeah. Nah, nah, nah. So, yeah, I saw that. That was really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a f- fun time had at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. And yesterday, went to the movies. Uh, we originally were going to go watch the, the Lego movie, the second part. Mm-hmm. Part two. Ha-ha. Second part. Yeah, I yeah. That was <laughs> but instead, we saw that the new, uh, new WWE film... 
Fighting with my mm. family. Mm. Fighting with my family was out, and then I wanted to watch that. Rosa wanted to watch it. So I was like, fuck that. We can watch the Lego movie another week. Yeah. That'll still be there. This this documentary, this probably won't stick around long. <laughs> let's let's go watch it. Yeah. And so it, this this movie, Fighting with My Family, is about the wrestler Paige, who has been <laughs> you know, oh, she is a person of notoriety within WWE. This kind of chronicled her her journey from Norwich, England mm-hmm. to the WWE. Yeah. And it, it's a little well for for me, I'm a bit of you know wrestling historian. I know a little I know a lot about yeah. wrestling. Uh, I, I memorize a lot about wrestling. That's part of my charm. Uh, I was like, I was like the whole time. I was like, ah, this is a little bit dramatized. Mm-hmm. They kind of sped up the process. They left out a lot of important things. But such as it is when you do yeah. a, a biopic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was still very adorable. It was, it was, it was, it was cute. And the, the Rock is the one who produced the movie, so of course he was in it. No, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know if they kind of like, you know, massaged him into the movie. Where like, I don't know if he was necessarily was there the day they were the day yeah. they were there for their their tryout. He happened to be there, and he cut that. I, mean, I don't know if you've seen the trailer yeah, where yeah. he cuts that promo on on Paige and and, and her brother. <laughs> he, he rips him a new one, and, and of course he, he he inserted himself throughout the movie. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. The one thing that kind of took me out of the movie for a little bit was a uh, the the head coach at the, oh, at Vince Vaughn. Right? Vince Vaughn. Yeah. So <laughs> right. that 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 threw me off for a little while. I was just like, what the hell? Like all I'm seeing, I'm just seeing the dude from freaking old school. I'm seeing the dude from freaking, you know, uh, Swingers. Yeah, all I see, I don't see NXT head coach, whatever his name was. I don't even remember what his yeah. his character name was. All I remember was like, ah, fucking Vince Vaughn. <laughs> and he's just doing his, hey, you know, I'm fucking Vince Vaughn. Yeah. I'm doing my thing. I'm just going to like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be snarky and shitty. But as they kind of, they, once they built up his character... And like they kind of, they, they they gave his character a little more depth than being smart ass dude being shitty to all these wrestlers. Yeah. Then oh, okay, then I kind of like accepted the fact that it was Vince Vaughn, and then and there was a really great inter- interchange between him and The Rock later on in the movie, which I'm like, all right, cool, I accept this. <laughs> but beyond that, it was it was really funny. Yeah. It, it drove Rosa to tears because it was a really touching story. It looks really funny. Stephen Merchant, right? Bro? Yeah, Stephen Merchant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the guy who helped create The Office. Yeah. Uh, extras on yeah. HBO. He he's a very funny fellow. He's, he he of course puts himself in the movie as oh, well. He has, to, right? <laughs> he has to put himself in the movie. But yeah, it, it was very touching. Mm-hmm. It, it was very there was very sad at points, but it was still what you know they they still tried to be you know funny. You know, well, he's crazy Brits. Yeah. <laughs> of course, he had Nick Frost playing her dad, and uh, and then what I didn't realize until I saw in the credits, it's Lena Headley, freaking the, the queen from Game of Thrones is playing her mom. Oh, really? Yeah, so I was like, oh, fucking, I was like, wait a minute, I know that. <laughs> I know that snarl. <laughs> that's, that's the queen. <laughs> so, yeah, it, but it was really good. I, I really did enjoy awesome. it, uh, uh, even though, like, my, my, uh, my, my wrestling, my, my wrestling nerd, I'm like, I have some quibbles here. <laughs> they really edited things here. Yeah. I was well, like, they, they kind of made it seem like she went from like, oh, she was like nobody to going to WWE Raw. Like, no, nah, man, she was the NXT Women's Champion. She was kicking ass. She was the anti-diva. Yeah. And they didn't do any of that uh, in the movie. I, I'm sure it was for for the sake of time. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they, it was a bit of a more of an emotional thing. And they had all these like fake wrestlers <laughs> who were like, all these people who have nothing, to, who were not real actual wrestlers or they didn't even get the characters' names of other her uh-huh. contemporaries. And I mean, being the nerd, I was like, "Wait a minute, where, where is, where, where is?" Well, I was all like, "I can't even remember her contemporaries yeah. from that." Where is Emma? Where, where is Sasha Banks? Where is Bailey? I don't see any of her contemporaries. It's just three blonde women. 
And I, and I, get, I was like, oh, look, oh, she's not like them. That's why they hired her, yeah. because she wasn't like them. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And then they had this whole journey. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's like, I, I almost want to do the, the family guy joke. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> friends <laughs> became enemies, enemies became friends. <laughs> had a little journey. I'm sure it'd be fine. <laughs> It was kind of like that. Yeah, it was one yeah. of those, you know, journey of self-discovery. <laughs> and, and, and it was great because, like, once we got home, I because they, they showed the match where, oh, where she appeared on Monday Night Raw. She got called up to the main roster, and uh, she got that. And it was, um, I showed Rose the actual match. It's like, oh, this is totally different. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, made, they made it seem much more epic in the in the movie. Like, oh, wow, this is really long, hard-fought match. Nah, it was like three minutes. <laughs> Uh, Jonah asks on Facebook Live, was she the one who had to retire? Yeah, she got a yeah, she she did eventually. Unfortunately, they didn't obviously they didn't reference it in the film, but uh, unfortunately, uh, very recently she broke she broke her neck, oh. and to the point where like oh she could not get back in the ring ever again. Like if she takes a blow the wrong way to her neck, she could potentially be paralyzed. Yeah. So it's just oh, like nope, damn. she's forced to retire. She's been kind of an, but they've kept her they've kept her around because you know wrestling is her life. So they, she's been an on screen character. She was an authority figure mm. for one of the shows, and then right now she kind of has this nebulous role. Like they just <laughs> like we got to keep her around. We made this movie about yeah, it exactly right. <laughs> so now that it's weird. Now she has this nebulous role on, on TV, like, keeping her around. Or she's been doing a lot of press because they, they went out and did a press junket. Yeah, you know, yeah, The Rock makes a movie. Everyone's like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> the rock produced the movie. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I I recommend it. I mean, obviously, yeah. The favorite. I remember last week I talked about favorite. Make sure. Yeah. I hope you all did your homework. <laughs> go watch the favorite. Go get fucked up. <laughs> oh, speaking of the rock. Speaking of the rock. Oh, what do you have to say, my friend? Oh, you know what? What showed up on HBO this week? What? What showed up? What? What? One leg. <laughs> Die hard on one leg. Yeah, dude. <laughs> So I, I ended up watching that. Oh boy! Oh, I still haven't seen it because I've cut the cord. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. So tell tell me tell oh, me. Yes, man. die it, hard on one leg. It, it is everything you expect it to be. It's it's defiance of the laws of physics. It's ridiculous. Uh, there's so many moments where the the prosthetic leg saves him. Like all right, the the missing leg isn't a hindrance. <laughs> it's a power. <laughs> like there's this, there's this really dramatic scene where uh, he's uh, he's swinging from the side of the building and he loses his grip and he falls and he's hanging from the prosthetic leg. Of course, and, of course he is. And so then it starts coming off. So I was like, oh no, <laughs> no. And he's just being the rock, right? He's it's just know, being smart the rock. ass lines, yeah. and you know, you can't help himself. He has to be the rock. Well, see, the whole thing too is I remember from the trailer. I thought, like, is he the architect of this building? But, mm-hmm. like, no, he's, like, some kind of security uh, uh, okay. dude, right? Uh, it, it, it has so many, like, action movie tropes. Uh, of course it does. It's Die Hard, it's uh, die hard on One Lane. Oh, but it, it's so ridiculous, though, because at the top of this building, there's this thing called the Pearl, and no one knows <laughs> what it is. Oh god, I'm sure it has a key. It's a key point, a plot point near the end of the movie because it's got to be important because we made, we gave emphasis to yeah. it, so it has to be important. And so when they explain what it was, like, they explain early on what it is. And I'm like, what is the point of that? Like, so basically, what it is, it's like a big dome that has screens completely on the all over it and the mm-hmm. ground and everything, right? And it could just project anything. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what does it project? If you smell what the rock. It's cooking. What is it projecting that? So, so of course, there's a big action sequence where there's a big shootout and mm-hmm. they're just projecting shit and they're like, I don't know where he really is. He might be over here. <laughs> so, he was projecting the rock all over the place. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> it's like a racer when they have the rail gun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why this is important, but I'm going to have this rail gun. <laughs> it, it was fun, but it was it was it was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, that, that, I I feel like I mean I I love the man. Yeah. I, I love the Rock. If I if I were to see him in person, I would probably turn into a blubbering person. <laughs> my hero and uh, <laughs> I love you I, I would do that they actually there's a scene in the movie where like they call her parents oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. in the trailer they show yeah. it in the trailer like, they yeah. call his dad oh yeah and I'm fucking Vin Diesel click like when he actually like oh my god you're the rock oh, I, I, I love you <laughs> and I was like and I leaned over and I was like I would do that yeah <laughs> I'd do that <laughs> he's been my hero for 20 years <laughs> he was my hero before anybody knew who he was <laughs> I'm like he's like yeah, I would be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, your review of, of uh, skyscraper, it's typical rock action movie. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like my, <laughs> along the lines of San Andreas, <laughs> Fate of the Furious. But, like this, oh man, this is part where he has to scale the building <laughs> with and, his one leg. With his long, one leg, he ties a rope around his waist, and he gets some duct tape. He puts it on his hands and he kind of Spider Man's it. Like he just kind of like. <laughs> and I was like, huh. So, so I, I'm, I'm guessing by the end of the movie, is he more duct taped than man? Oh, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> he is more duct taped than mom. Like, there's a moment where you're like, you think he's going to do something from Die Hard, but I'm like, mm. I'm like, no, but it's like, oh, no, he didn't do that. He did something totally weirder and different. He didn't, say, he didn't duct tape the gun to, the, to his back? No. No, he duct taped it to his leg. <laughs> and he shot him with his leg. He lifted his leg up and shot him. <laughs> Like, wait a minute, I saw that in Planet Terror. Yeah. There's this part where he's fighting some dude, and the gun goes off, and he looks, oh, he got shot, and he got shot in the prosthetic leg. <laughs> right. See, I, I, without even asking you, I knew that was going to be a thing. Yeah. Without even asking, I just knew he's going to get shot in the leg. He's yeah. going to have to get shot in the fake leg. Yeah, they play up the, the, the fake leg a lot. Like, but the thing that's kind of, it's kind of dumb about it is that it's he, empowering disabled people. He's not like limping or anything. Like you know, he's not. You know, when someone has a prosthetic leg, like, you can it, tap. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, what was he below knee or above knee? I think it was below knee. Okay, so they can probably fake the whole. Like, he can walk normally because he still has his knee. Yeah. But he was like running and he was. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is he Oscar Pistorius? Jeez, <laughs> it's a movie. I, yeah. You know, honest, obviously, for we're ninety nine percent movies, we have to suspend our disbelief. Yeah. Just like when I watch wrestling, I suspend my disbelief. Well, yeah, but I mean, but I just with this, whether something there's, pushes there's, the lines of the, ludicrousness, well, they're emphasizing like the fact that he's got a prosthetic leg. <laughs> he's a one-legged man in an ass kicking contest, <laughs> but he's the one man you don't want to face. Yeah, it, it's it's entertaining, but it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous. It's it's a... <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, well uh, I can't say I'm shocked. I'm not. Yeah. I don't, I, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I would expect. Them. I, I didn't go see it in the theaters. Because yeah. it, it started up as I was watching it, and then like halfway through, but my dad showed up, and he was watching it with me. Mm-hmm. And then he was just like, we were watching it, and he was, he was kind of into it, but then he was like, he, he just randomly said, he goes, this movie didn't do well. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, it didn't. I, I, don't, think, I don't think it had. I, I think it did well in Asia. Yeah, probably. The Rock kills in Asia. Yeah. Well, and then it, take, it took place in China too. Like, so, oh, really? Yeah. So, there you go. Probably taking advantage of the you know how you know if you make your movie in China, they will totally yeah, <laughs> they will totally promote the shot of your movie. They'll yeah. let you. Cat Williams, Tink Tink Skit. 
I, I don't follow Mike. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't get the reference, my friend. Mike Kirksey Mike, Mike, Mike here on Facebook Live. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's it's worth the watch, but uh, I, I'm sure like uh, yeah. not having to go to the theater to watch it, it was yeah. <laughs> it's not a theater movie. No. It's what I thought Jumanji was going to be, but apparently Jumanji turned out to be like a really good, yeah. fun movie. Yeah, see, I, I thought see, I felt like it would have been the other way around, where Skyscraper would have been a big movie internationally, yeah. and <laughs> Jumanji, and Jumanji would have been oh, okay. There's that flop, but nope, other way around. Everybody <laughs> loves seeing him him beat, um, punk out Kevin Hart. Yeah. Pretty much, it was it's funny in that movie. I mean, this is when he's trying to be very serious. And he's like, <laughs> no, I, I I tend to gravitate, I tend to gravitate more towards The Rock's funnier roles. Yeah, I, I don't, I actually don't like The Rock when he's trying to be like, oh, I'm super serious, badass. Like that's why, I like, I, in, in the Fast and Furious movie, it's okay because he's only in them for like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I guess except for that new one that's coming out, that Hobbs and Shaw. He's like probably all over that one. I, I like the, the the rock movies where he's being funny because yeah. I feel that's where he's most at home. I feel like that's more a more of a genuine Dwayne yeah. Johnson rather than the I'm the Scorpion King. Well, <laughs> 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 the thing with the rock being is you don't expect him to be funny. Like you, you don't expect this big guy to be you know a funny. Well, I do. <laughs> oh yeah, no, but say, but, like, but but your average person is like, wow, that guy's really funny. Yeah, like what's his name? Like Batista. Like everyone, like yo. I think he's funnier because he doesn't look like he should be funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> the, the freaking all the jokes. I mean, the, the guy literally stole, um, he almost stole both Guardians movies. Yeah. Especially the second one. He was like, it's okay, you're ugly. <laughs> you're incredibly ugly. I think, seriously, I wouldn't even sleep near you. I wouldn't even sleep in the same room with you. Oh, he's like, he's like oh, I'm imagining it. He's like throwing up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. See, they get their comedy chops from working WWE, man. Yeah, it, it, it's not from what being on TV. It's also they do out, not on TV. That's where they they really hone their comedy. No. Even even old Stone Cold Steve Austin was pretty hilarious <laughs> when he wasn't on television. Oh man, speaking of television, that's what Steven Spielberg thinks Netflix yeah. movies are. Man, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's, I guess that really stuck in his craw. Mm-hmm. That freaking uh, Roma yeah. took home a few Oscars. Apparently, he's gonna at the next uh, whatever. There's a board meeting, yeah. a committee meeting for the for the Oscar awards. A new rule, new rule that like the movie yeah. can't be streaming. It has to be a, a full fledged release or something or other. Because yeah, Netflix has taken home a couple Oscars yeah. here and there. Then they took home one last year for. Or some documentary yeah. or something. And I think Hulu did too for some mm-hmm. for something. Oh really? Yeah. And then this year clearly Roma won Best Cinematography and Best Director. Mm-hmm. Almost almost had Best Picture, yeah. according to most people. And uh yeah, now Spielberg's like, fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I think this is a dinosaur fighting against the, the yeah. uh, asteroid, my friend. But see he's he's kinda of always been that way though. Like remember that whole thing when he was arguing about like superhero movies aren't real movies and like you know, Oh really? He was he was one oh, of the people who said oh, that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And he was like saying that it was like it was gonna go away soon and he was comparing them to westerns, which was really weird. Cause I was like, they still make westerns. Like, what are you talking about? It's Spielberg. still a functioning genre. They yeah. don't dominate the cinema like like superheroes are, but I feel like the superhero movie is not going away. Yeah. Hell like Superhero movies have been around since the seventies. Spielberg, <laughs> remember Superman, <laughs> yeah. Batman eighty nine. Hell, wasn't the one of the sixty six? Uh, wasn't Batman sixty six? Wasn't that oh, a full fledged oh, movie? Oh, they they, oh, they yeah. put out a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's always been around, Spielberg. <laughs> but he just, yeah, he's always been like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's true. He's trying to fight the, you know, it's like, a dinosaur fighting yeah. the fight. He's fighting the future, man. 
Fucking, we just saw that trailer last week where Scorsese fucking has a, an all-star that's cast on a Netflix movie. Yeah, it, that's the new medium. That's mm-hmm. like, hey, we're not, we don't have to go to the theater anymore if we want to watch quality cinema. We don't have to wait six to nine yeah. months for it to come out on home entertainment. We can just see it immediately. And, and it's probably like cheaper to produce too. Think about it, because you're not paying for the, you know, to, to get it out in the theaters like that. You know? Yeah, I don't get. You, you don't have to pay for the screen. You don't have to. You can. It, the marketing is probably significantly less. Yeah. I'm sure they're still trying to put out billboards and stuff. I, I saw with Roma, they were they were they were, they, yeah. they, they were plastering all the place. It did have a theatrical run. It, it, uh, a long enough run to qualify for the Academy Awards. Yeah. I guess he wants them. Oh, you have to put out a full movie. You have to spend all the money like we do. <laughs> yeah, see. And no, it's, it's, that's not the future. I think that's just the, the product, the producer side of him. Mm-hmm. He's just getting pissed off that like he feels like they're taking the shortcut mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. And no, it's like if, if a movie is made of quality, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh no, the, the yeah, distribution no. shouldn't matter how it's yeah. distributed. Yeah, no. he, he says they should be considered. They should win Emmys and not Academy Awards. Mm. That, that's his thing. They're, they're they're oh you're watching them on TV. It's a TV movie. Like no, my friend, mm. just, it is a film. Yeah, <laughs> that is, they're not they're not freaking they're they're getting around this whole having to be out across the country and put it up on a big ass screen. It's like no, this is the. All these big time stars are like we 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 talk about all the time on the show. We see all these big time yeah. stars moving into Netflix and Amazon yeah. and Hulu. Yeah. It's like all this stuff is happening. It's like that. <laughs> I mean, and I don't know why he would be fighting that because you think about it, something like a smaller movie. It has a better potential of people watching it on a on, streaming service. on a streaming service. Yeah, yeah. or like uh, it's like romantic comedies. Like that apparently, I, you know, until I saw an article recently, like. There was no rom coms in theaters for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all on streaming now. Yeah, <laughs> they're all being. Re- that makes sense. I mean, like it's, it's probably not. It's probably not a huge market, but mm-hmm. there's a there's a market for it. There's definitely a market, yeah. and like you appeal to Netflix subscribers. Mm-hmm. As a lot of smaller films that might not have a chance. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're they're too big to be just in the Lemley theaters. Yeah, <laughs> but they're not big enough to justify giant releases. Yeah, put it on Netflix. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Put I mean, it on Hulu. Put it on whatever. Well, because a Prime, the, the Amazon Prime, they're starting to produce their own movies yeah. now too. And, and I think what it comes down to too is it also affects the fact that like, it's so expensive to go to the theater nowadays that like realistically, like I don't go. Like I, I used to go all the time, and mm-hmm. now it's like I really have to want to see a movie mm-hmm. to go see in the theater. And when you have these streaming services, it's just easier. Just yeah, it, and, and a lot of times, like well, I mean, I, I'm not speaking for you and me, but a lot of people have their home theater setups, or yeah. you know, it, it's you're having the movie theater experience. Without someone bringing their kids, yeah. or someone kicking the yeah. seat behind you, mm-hmm. or yeah. or someone just like chomping loudly on their food, You're like oh, you can have that theater experience at home. Yeah. You can get a, you can literally buy a little projector and project it onto your wall. Yeah. Hey, I have a home theater. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I feel like it's still there's still those movies you should see in the theater, yeah, like, you know, big screen experience and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I, my my great regret is not seeing Mad Max Fury Road mm-hmm. on the theater. That's one of those movies where I kind of regret. I, I didn't go to theater for that yeah. one. I was like, I saw that on, on HBO or something. I was like, oh man, yeah. that probably would have been really dynamic. There were some dynamic movies. Like I'm glad I went to go see Tron Legacy in theaters. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that was a freaking with the, with the sound system surrounding you. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. There, there's certain films. Other films, you know, they can, give yeah. it, you know, they, they, they can take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> but when, when, yeah, I, I agree with you on there. So, some movies are experiences that you should be yeah. in the theater. That's why. Yeah. I, I know you and I were both very well aware of all the bargain days. Yeah. At all of our local theaters. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yesterday, went to Alhambra. No, there you go. I have enjoyed the Regal Club. <laughs> yes. Go. 
as, as I was standing in line to buy tickets, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to join it right now. <laughs> I'm like, I, I think me and Rose will be coming back here to, yeah. to the Regal on, on a Sunday for their, their 6.50. Sunday, Tuesday. Time. Yeah. Oh, is it Tuesday? I, I think if you have the club, I think it's like, it's like 5.50 or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I know AMC has brought back their Tuesday thing mm. now, so... Although, uh, I think, I, I, well, we talked about it a few weeks. I tried to go see Spider-Verse, and like, it was New Year's Day. Like, oh, sorry, we don't honor that price. Fuck you, I'm walking out. <laughs> I'll wait till Sunday, then, to go watch it at Regal. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing, though. Because like, I think about it, too. Like, sometimes I think about getting one of those, like, AMC, A-list things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you can see this many movies a week. And I'm like... I am, I gonna, am I gonna get to the movie yeah. three times? Yeah, three times a week. I can, I can barely watch a movie at home. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like in the summer there's like three movies a week that you probably want to see, but the, the re- yeah, like right, of- like yeah, yeah. right now, like I'd be going to see things that I probably wouldn't want to go see. Yeah, uh, my old rep job, my coworker, I think she had gotten it because I kept because we well we were talking about it on the yeah. show here with the whole when movie pass and all that yeah. whole saga. Like she got it, and she's like, and she was like struggling. Ah, oh, God, like. <laughs> Like we're trying to figure out three movies a month to justify this. <laughs> yeah, because that's the, that's the thing, man. You feel like you need to like justify. Well, because it's, it's twenty bucks a month, yeah. right? Yeah. Or, or apparently they raised the price recently. Oh, right? really? Or something. I, I, so I kept. I, I'm still a Stubbs member. I, I still have the free membership with AMC. And I kept getting, hey, make sure you lock in your, you know, whatever, however much the the, the low price is mm. now, because it's gonna go up. <laughs> That's how they get you, man. Yeah, they get you. I kept thinking about joining. Yeah, like same same. I kept thinking about joining that that AMC A list. But I was like, I can't even get there. I'm like, I'll, I'll catch the bargains, you know. Yeah. <laughs> AMC Tuesday, Whittier Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Alhambra, Alhambra Sundays. You know, hey. Yeah. Like, ooh, ooh, I'll find the time there. You know, when I'm not busy. Yeah. You know. Wait, that's true. Yeah, but this whole like. I don't know, this whole Spielberg thing is it's kind of annoying. It's yeah, I don't like... I, yeah, it's it's it's, it's very... Uh, but see, I, I wonder if it has to do, too, with the fact that, like, uh, it's, it's, he's so, like, highbrow about shit. Because mm-hmm. I remember reading this article one time about how there was this, this big fantasy award. Like, there's an mm-hmm. award where, like, like, Tolkien fucking won this thing back uh-huh. in the day. And uh, Gaiman ended up winning it for, for Sandman. Mm-hmm. And the following year, they made a rule that comic books couldn't win that award anymore. Really? Yeah. And so I'm wondering if it's like something like that where it's like, oh, it's not, they're not real movies because they're on Netflix mm. and, you know. It's not real. It's not, it's not our rules. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's always that highfalutin fucking, oh, holier than thou. Oh, you're not as good as us. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not made in the tradition that they've always been made. Well, I, I, things evolve. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're doing a show here on the internet using phones. Yeah. <laughs> We don't have no fancy stage. We don't have a big ass cat. We don't. I don't have a crew. Yeah. We're the crew. Yeah. <laughs> Things evolve. Yeah. Shit. It's, shit advances, and uh, somebody. Uh, it just makes me sad that a filmmaker like Steven Spielberg is a fucking. Oh, I guess the irony on Jurassic Park. He is a, a dinosaur. <laughs> I, I'll fire myself for that one. I, it's okay. I understand that. That was terrible. I'll wear that one. See, I think that, like he's just he keeps like shooting stuff in the foot like that. Like I remember like. With the whole superhero thing, mm-hmm. he was talking shit about how like, like oh it's just all like you know pop culture mm-hmm. and nostalgia. Or, then he goes and fucking makes Ready Player One. I mean, <laughs> it's a movie purely just about nostalgia yeah. Yeah. about a bunch of his movies that he directed or produced. Yeah, so I'm just like ah, you know hypocrisy abound. Yeah, I guess at the end of the day, he still is just an old white man. <laughs> sad. So sad. 
Mexican keeps Mexicans keep coming and stealing best director for him. I think that's, what, uh, that's what honestly. I think that's, <laughs> that's really what's was stuck in his craw. Yeah. Freaking Ira Tutu and freaking Curran yeah. and freaking Guillermo del Toro. All these Latin Americans keep ro- strolling on in <laughs> and stealing his Oscars. <laughs> Sorry, homie. <laughs> We have a different eye. We know how to see things. No. <laughs> we have a better directing eye than you, sir. <laughs> sir. I might be <laughs> stuck in his crawl, man. Yeah. And now he's like, he doesn't want to be racist. So he's just going after because now all these independent artists are going, they're going oh, yeah, fuck yeah. that. Let's go to Netflix. Fuck yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> they got they the money. Yeah, they do. I mean, they got the money. Might as well. They're barring against themselves. <laughs> However, that works in white person math. White person math. I hate to go. I hate to go in that direction, but sometimes I'm like, I wonder. Like we hear about these now. Like, oh, Netflix, they owe twenty billion, or like they're, they're like so and so in debt. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> How do you operate a business while you're in debt? <laughs> like so that's white person math. Yeah, I've heard that before. Like they're like you're successful when you're in debt or some crap like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> like <laughs> it's like a, I've always wanted to open up a fucking like a food truck or something, and I was like, oh wow, I, but I'd be like thirty, forty in debt, like out the gate. I'm yeah. like, I'm not comfortable with that idea it's like wait I haven't even made a dime yet I haven't sold a single taco I'm well, already 30 40 grand in the hole well, with mean, this fucking truck and all this fucking brand yeah. and all this fucking equipment all this shit I'm like oh fuck this yeah, well, that's the most terrifying thing is that when they tell you when you start a business they're like you don't make money for the first two years or mm-hmm. you're like wait how does that work how does that work how do you pay your bills yeah. do you have to have another job at night yeah. is that how you get your bills paid how do you eat yeah so just keep borrowing it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> just pay it back eventually. Eventually. Instead of owing 50 grand, you'll owe like 200 grand. It'll be fine. <laughs> Which is successful. Did, like, you know. Once you're successful, you declare bankruptcy. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're fine. Then you're fine. <laughs> Your credit's fucked for seven years, but it's only seven years. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a quick seven. And then there's just programs that'll help you start all over again. <laughs> like, start right over. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Let, let me let me just completely shift gears here. So oh, this past weekend, mm-hmm. or literally, I think it might have been yesterday or Saturday, it was the two-year anniversary of the Nintendo Switch. Oh, wow. Right around the time when we uh, started coming on mm-hmm. with the podcast. All these anniversaries tied around Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it, the thing has survived, and I, I dare say it has thrived. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I, at the warehouse I work at, the... the the thing we move, we move a lot of Switch. Yeah. People are always, we're just moving cases and cases of Switch games. Like all these, because my boss sells to other people who sell games. Mm-hmm. And we're just getting cases of games. Boom. Everything Switch. Boom. Out the door. Out the door. When we were at the, the at the, uh, at that SoCal Gaming Expo, everyone else had like old ass games. We had the new games. People were buying Switch games like crazy from us. It's been, it, it, it it has done what Nintendo wanted, where they, where they failed with uh, this thing, the Wii U. <laughs> they failed with this one. They they took that fail. What Nintendo does, they take their failures and go, all right, what, where did we fuck up? All right, we need the thing to actually be portable. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. We made this thing look like it was portable. Yeah. It wasn't. It, was it? Yeah. it, was like tablet, right? yeah. it looked like a tablet. Yeah. Oh, can I take the, Can I leave the house with it? No, you can't. It has to stay within like six feet of the thing. <laughs> what? There's a thing? Yeah, there's a thing. <laughs> like like well, the way we've always done it. Since Atari, yeah. there's a thing, the console. But this thing looks like I can just walk away with it. Yeah, walk away. It's just, boop, lost connection. <laughs> I guess they, they, they realize, oh, yeah, I guess people want that thing that walks away. 
and then they succeeded, and it's yeah. doing really well. And I, I keep seeing all these uh, all these articles all over the internet about like, oh, you know, the first, uh, people are replaying the first game that came out, Legend of Zelda: Breath of, of the Wild, yeah. which I still need to get back to at some point. <laughs> and it, it's doing amazingly well. They just uh, last week they just announced that the next Pokemon games are coming out. On the Nintendo Switch, oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the main Pokemon games, the, the ones Sword that Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. Yeah. That's right. Yep. That's Pokemon that. Sword, Pokemon Shield. It's a that, that it's going to be another massive success. It's coming out this year, so I'm sure they're going to sell even more. The, 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 the thing about Nintendo, they always like the crow. When, when when things are going good, oh, they they get those press releases out. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, we sold you know we sold more than you know, they, we, we sold more switches this past holiday than Xbox and PS4 combined. They're like oh, hey, look at us go. Yeah. We sold more software. They always try to. Yeah, you know, in, in the PR world, I was trying. Oh, how can we make the numbers look the best? So yeah. that that one was pretty neat. They outsold the other guys mm-hmm. like over in November and December, and like no, the software wise, oh, we're the highest selling software. All the software moving, and it just, uh, I as a former employee, I, I am I'm happy for them. They 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 they're they're doing well. Yeah, uh, everything's going good for them, which can only mean one thing. In about three years, you can be really fucking arrogant. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, the rumor I hear is they're going to release a better version of the Switch. No, no. Uh, at some like that. That's the rumor right yeah. now. I, I, uh, they're not above this. They did this several times with Nintendo DS because <laughs> you had your original DS, the big old tank. I love that tank. Yeah. I could drop that thing all the time. I dropped that thing a lot, and it just it took a lick and kept on ticking like yeah. the old. Those old watches was it Rolex or no? Uh, no, not Rolex. That was a Timex. Timex, yeah. yeah. Takes yeah. a lick and keeps on ticking. Yeah. Old, no, old man reference. I say, people don't know what watches are anymore. People don't know what a watch is. Our watch is our phone. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, old, the original DS, big old brick. And yeah. then, I remember, I, I started working for Nintendo, like, oh, uh, and then I, they kept telling us, there is no DS Lite, there is no DS Lite, so I'd have to go to stores. Like, nope, sorry, that's a rumor, we're, we're, they're not releasing a smaller one, this one's doing very well. Fast forward two months later, DS Lite, motherfuckers! <laughs> I would always be mad because they would tell us they would out they would lie to us so that we would go out and lie to everyone that way sales don't go down. We don't want the sales to go down. Because oh, yeah. uh, oh, once they confirm it, then all of a sudden nobody wants the old one. Everyone wants the new the new the new fresh one. Ooh, we want the new one, the DS Lite. They put out the DS Lite and then oh are you oh we heard the rumor they're gonna do one with the camera. No, there's not one with the camera. No, no, no. <laughs> and it comes out. And then DSI. Ooh. <laughs> And that one didn't do very well. Well, yeah. that one did okay, the DSi. The DS Lite was probably the most successful one mm-hmm. because, like, oh, they made the screen brighter. Because that was the problem with the first one. Duh. Yeah. It was, it was, it was very hard to see. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, the screens are not bright. And then DS Lite, ah, <laughs> much brighter than they did the DSi. I had a camera. I had to go out with a freaking printer and I'd take photos of people, take the SD card, the SD card out, put it into the printer, <laughs> and print out their photo. Here you go. <laughs> This isn't creepy at all. No. <laughs> Here, child, here's the photo that I took of you. <laughs> Take it home. Show it to your parents. <laughs> Tell them the bald man took a photo of you. <laughs> Upon further review, wow. Yeah. Thanks, Nintendo. I'm sure I'm on, I'm on several watch lists. Mike Kirksey says, so what you're saying is I should invest stock for Nintendo. Like, right now, it might not be a bad idea to invest in Nintendo. And then sell it. Right around the time they announced that new Switch, sell that shit. <laughs> and then wait for it to go down and then buy it again. <laughs> So yeah, they they do this. Yeah, it was like the DSI, and then they did the DSI. Or oh, they make it a bigger one, and like no, and then like they did send us an email. 
we're not making a bigger one. I'm like, fuck you, these motherfuckers are making... At this point, I had learned three, four years in. I'm like, oh, whatever they tell us is the fucking opposite. I'm like, yeah, they just told me there isn't a bigger one coming out, so there probably is. (laughs) Ta-da! TSIXL! Fucking motherfuckers. And then the following year, oh, 3DS. And then 3DS XL. And after I had left, because the 3DS XL had come out right around when I had left, and then the following year, the new 3DS XL. Like, what? <laughs> and then they went back, oh, let's do a 2DS, because everyone's afraid of the, uh, yeah. the, oh, 3D's going to make you blind. It's going to hurt your eyes. Because mm-hmm. like, we'd say, oh, kids under six yeah. shouldn't be using the 3D feature. Yeah, yeah. So they made the, like, these freaking, like, I don't know what the I don't know who they were for. <laughs> These weird ass two DSs, like they didn't bend. It was just like a big old. It's like a it's like a brick. It looked like the old. Um, remember those tiger? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember those tiger the things? Two buttons. Like, the two yeah. buttons? Yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah. But it, I mean, it was all. It, it could do all the things that DS could do. But it would just look like an old tiger. <laughs> and two screens and then just the buttons and you're like, it doesn't fold. Yeah. Can't put this in my pocket. <laughs> that came out after I left. Mm. And then then they oh they did the two DS. Excel, and they did the one that folded. <laughs> like yeah. they just stopped doing 3D, 3D ones. Like, all right, here's a 2D. Here, it, it does everything without the 3D. <laughs> all the games are playable without 3D. Oh, 3D. If you want 3D, you can go find a 3DS. But hey, this, here's a 2DS. They did the 2DS XL. I saw that in the stories. I'm like, 2DS XL. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So that, it's not. Uh, they're not above yeah. doing that. Hell, they even did that with the original NES. They did the, the weird top loading one. Yeah. <laughs> like near the end, it was like, oh, it's because everyone used to struggle with the the front loading motherfucker goes, <laughs> blow the cartridge, pop it in, shake it around. Later on, they'd be like a top loading one. Oh, use gravity. Yeah. <laughs> gravity will hold the cartridge in. Oh, we should do this at first. They did do it at first in Japan. <laughs> they just thought Americans would be dumb, so they did the one with, no. <laughs> with the flap. Well, that, that was more complicated. <laughs> I don't know. They, they didn't want Americans to be messing with the cartridge. No. I don't know. Oh, well, the thing is, they wanted to make it look like a toy. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, a little bit of Nintendo history. Because yeah. uh, Atari had crashed the video game industry back in like 83. Mm-hmm. So no retailer wanted to carry video games. So when Nintendo came to America, oh no, this isn't a video game. It's a toy. Yeah. Look, it comes with a robot. <laughs> look, it's a toy. Yeah. It's a toy store. It's like, oh, okay, so this is a toy. You hook up the TV. Yes, it's a toy. You hook up the TV. No. It's an it's an entertainment system. Mm. It wasn't a video game console. It wasn't a video game system. The Sega it was the master system video game. Oh, ooh, <laughs> Nintendo Entertainment System. Ah, ooh, it's a toy. It's a toy. They bamboozled Toys R Us. They bamboozled everyone. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, it's a video game. Oh, it did really well. We're making money. Video games are back, everybody. 1985. <laughs> video games are back. We can sell them now. <laughs> Wax and wave. Yeah. Although, my, my, my boss, he keeps speculating that we're, we're, we're due for a crash soon. No. <laughs> a video game crash is coming. I, 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 I don't want it to come. No. Uh, I, I have been saying this for years, but to hear it directly from a man who, who has influence in the game industry, I'm like, really? It really is going to come? I was right. Oh fuck! <laughs> fuck a duck. Yeah, that's not good. Well, uh, a crash in like the way we buy video games. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, uh, you've been talking about it for a while. I've been talking about that. The way we buy video games. Oh, everything's gonna go digital. Yeah. Everything's already everything's already going digital. You buy a game, you have to wait an hour. Yeah. Before you can play it. Ugh. Ugh it makes me feel creepy. Heebie jeebies. Yeah, that's, that's the way it works now, man. But you know where, what, what games you don't have to wait? Any old games. Yeah, retro games. If you want to buy retro games, hit up our sponsor, 
at Dusty Games on Facebook, on Instagram. Contact our friend Bobby. If you're looking for an old game where you don't have to wait for it to load, if you're looking for a game on the NES, on the Super NES, the Sega Genesis, the PS1, the PS2, the PS3, well, the PS3 sometimes you have to load some shit. You know, <laughs> the Xbox, the Xbox 360, the Game Boy, Game, game Boy Color. He has Game Boy Color games. Mm-hmm. Like the originals, old oh, cartridges. Got Game Boy Advance, DS, all those things. 3DS, at Dusty Games. There, there's a rare game you're like, hey, I can, I, everywhere I go, I can't find this game. Because he kept getting that. He's like, oh, wait, I have that at the warehouse. Follow me on Instagram. You follow me on Instagram. He follows you back. You message him. And you tell him, oh, hey. Or he has a he has a Google number. You call his Google number. Hey, Bobby, Dusty Games, do you have this game? Yeah, I got it somewhere. Here's how much. I'll ship it to you. Are you in Orange County? You can go pick it up from Dusty Games. <laughs> you might see me. You might see someone else. You might see Bobby himself. You never know. Yeah. Our sponsor, Dusty Games. Go hit him up. He's giving away a game. Instagram, at Dusty Games. For us, you can follow us. On Twitter, at DreGBPodcast. You can follow Pete Malini at Nostalgia Comics. You can also follow Pete Malini at East LA Cape, the East Los Angeles Comic Book and Art Pop Culture Expo, coming June 1st, 2019, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> we have confirmed a bunch of vendors. Yeah. We, we will be announcing, we'll be announcing soon. Announcing yeah, vendors yeah. soon. Vendors, if you were someone who signed up to be a vendor, you should have an email. Mm-hmm. Pay for your table. <laughs> Don't be a dick about it. Pay for your table. Get your space. Yeah. And then you will be rewarded with the wave of expo all over your face. Oh. Hey. I, had, I had to do it. You had to do it. I can't, I can't help myself. I had to make it creepy. I had, always. I was the guy taking photos of people with DSI. That's true. I, I was creepy without even knowing I was being creepy. I thought I was just being a nice, friendly neighborhood Nintendo rep. <laughs> I always call myself the friendly neighborhood Nintendo rep. Thanks, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, you can follow us every week here on the show. Where you know, make sure you like us on Facebook, like us on on, on follow me on Instagram uh, at SoCal Clone. That's where I talk about the podcast occasionally over there. Um, follow us on Twitch. Twitch is back up and running today. <laughs> I, I got my second phone working again. <laughs> I, I, I pulled out the Dilfer cables and <laughs> live! So the second phone is up and running. So we were on Twitch today. Hello, Twitch. No one commented today, but there are some people there are some people lurking. Twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP podcast. Uh, you can follow me on oh, YouTube. Classic episodes. And then this episode, hopefully the one on Twitch gets saved onto Twitch so I can shoot it to YouTube. YouTube. Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. A lot of our classic episodes are up there. As soon as I sit down and do some more computer work, more classic episodes will be uploaded onto there as I transfer them from Facebook onto the tube of you. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting other... I See, I used to have a list of yeah. all the social media <laughs> that I need to talk about. I'm terrible. I, it's, it's, it's over there somewhere. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> we do this every week. You know what we do every week as well? The Multiverse Comic Show. If you want to learn about comic books, every Wednesday night, right here from Nostalgic Books mm-hmm. and Comics, we talk about comic books. We go deep in the woods. If you're looking to learn about comic books, or if you just want to get lost, <laughs> That's true. watch us on Wednesdays. <laughs> Where Pete talks all about comic books, and I am his sidekick on that show. It's a fun show if you want to hear about comic books or hear, hear us wax poetically yeah. about comic books or comic book history. It's a lot of fun if you're yeah. into that kind of. <laughs> if that's your thing, it's a lot of fun. We're here. And we're here doing that show every Wednesday at eight thirty, and possibly this Saturday at some point in the afternoon. <laughs> this Saturday, 
noon, 1 p.m.-ish. Dre's gaming philosophy, uh, uh, the gaming stream. We'll be back. Well, I'm gonna play something. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna be playing something. It's gonna do. It's gonna happen somehow, some way. Some way. It's well, gonna happen. We'll be back Wednesday night, 8:30 Pacific time. If you want to want to talk comics, or if you just want to come back for this show next Monday, 8 p.m. Pacific time. For Pete Molini, I'm Dre Cervantes. <laughs> this has been. Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. You guys have yourselves a good night. Like, share, <laughs> subscribe. All those things that podcasts tell you to do at the end of the show. Do those things. Help us out. Help the show out. Yeah. Be a good friend. There you go. Bye-bye. Good night. <laughs> Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. All right.